Finding the right person to help your business to grow can be very challenging. When you consider the time and resources required to prepare the job description, publicize the role, and then to conduct interview after interview. In this episode, I speak to our guest, Bryony Lomax, whose role at the Careers and Employment Service at the University of Derby directly helps SMEs to find the right student talent to help their businesses to grow and expand. We discuss Bryony's career so far, her experiences of being on the graduate scheme at one of the UK's biggest car rental firms, Enterprise Rent-A-Car, and how she's able to help businesses to identify their talent needs and how she goes about finding the right person for the role. All of that coming up. Welcome to the Visibility Agency Business and Marketing Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode four of the Visibility Agency Business and Marketing Podcast. Today's guest is Bryony Lomax. Thank you very much for joining us, Bryony. Hi, thank you very much for having me. It's, uh, it's great that you've taken the time out to, to, to join us today. Uh, for the listeners uh, who are joining us, um, this is episode four of the podcast. Uh, we've had uh, three previous episodes. It's quite a new thing for us. Uh, but go and go onto YouTube and check out the first three episodes and subscribe. That would be fantastic. It really helps the channel. Um, so, Bryony, it's all about you today. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, you and uh, what you do. And uh, yeah, please introduce yourself to uh, to the audience. So I'm Bryony Lomax. Um, I'm a talent development officer at University of Derby. Uh, so I always say like that's just a fancy way of basically saying I help uh, bring in employers and onto campus and engage with our students. Uh, so that's either bringing opportunities for our students, either creating opportunities for them or working with employers too. So, uh, so yeah, that's me in a little nutshell. Nice. Nice. And what do you do outside of work? Is there something that uh, you, you enjoy the most um, and, you know, your hobbies maybe? Yeah, I am. Um, I'm quite crafty. I like to make things and do lots of um, crafty things. Um, I've got two kids that keep me busy. Um, but when they let me, we like to do lots of walks. I am um, before the kids, we did a lot of like mountain climbing, like Kilimanjaro and stuff like that. Oh. Um, but <laughs> kids have stopped that. So mm-hmm, we'll try again mm-hmm. once they got a bit older. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, and I've previously worked for the University of Derby, and I know it's a really nice place to work. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great that you work there. Um, so tell us a little bit about your career so far, and then we're going to talk a little bit more about your role and the challenges that you currently face uh, outside of children. Um, and uh, so, yeah, maybe we could you could give us a little bit of a brief overview of how you got into to your current role um, so far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I went well, straight out of university. So I did business and finance at university. Um, I had no idea what I wanted to do, pretty much like all the students I speak to. Um, and I was like, all I know is I want to wear a suit to work. That's all I was very set <laughs> on. Um, so I managed to get onto a graduate scheme. So I worked for Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Um, I worked with them for seven years. So I went on their graduate scheme, worked my way up. I pretty much had a promotion every single year. I worked with them, loved it. I absolutely loved working there. The, just the whole family feel, everything. I I really, really liked it. 
Um, and that's when I, so I had a couple of roles, but probably my favorite roles there were being the PA to the general manager. Um, that was really, really interesting. Saw some different sides of the company that you never really get to see. So that was really interesting. Um, and then from there, I went into the talent uh, specialist. So I was a talent acquisition specialist. Um, and that's where I recruited for the East Midlands and East Anglia um, and loved, absolutely loved seeing all like the recruitment side and doing all the recruitment side and working with all my branch managers and area managers to make sure all the branches were staffed. And um, but part of that role, I had to work really closely with universities as well. So I used to come into universities doing presentations and projects and workshops and stuff like that. And that's when I started working with University of Derby a lot. Um, and it just kind of coincided that they had a role came up that was an engagement officer. Um, and that's when I came over to the university. So came into nice. university um, and then did an engagement role. So that was where I helped students and um, employers so I was helping students get the jobs and I was also creating the jobs with the employer uh, nice. then we went into COVID and it was all a bit changed and everything changed uh, and then they changed the role to just employer so I was just concentrating it on just the employers so employer um, employer kind of opportunities placements internships that kind of side nice. and then Recently, which is how I know you, George, uh, is I'm on a secondment with Driven. Uh, so it's ESF funded um, project where we create opportunities for small SMEs, local charities in the Derbyshire region. And uh, we can create 80 hour internships or we can help fund. Uh, we give a like a thousand pound towards taking on a, one of our graduates as well. So nice. it's lots of opportunities keeping me busy, that kind of thing. Nice. Yeah, I heard that uh, Enterprise Rent-A-Client is a really nice company. I think when I was at the University of Derby, I was told that they had a really good uh, placement scheme. So maybe that's why you Thank joined you. that that company. I, um, I've always had like a really big work ethic. Like even through my university, I was always working like three jobs over the summer holidays just to pay for university. So like uh, working with like a like a big family feel like I wanted that kind of customer service family feel kind of you know in it together kind of thing mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and the enterprise just gave me that it was so it taught me so many skills um, and I was really really you know there'd definitely be some lows there there's definitely some massive highs there um, but I wouldn't be who I am now without that place and sure. I, I think it was the customer service that kind of got me there because I grew up in the Peak District. The only kind of jobs in the Peak District for a you know, teenager, there was just tourism, kind of customer mm -hmm, service. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So uh, so I was like, yeah, I can do customer service. I do it all the time kind of thing. So, <laughs> nice. So that's, it's like sales, customer service go hand in hand. But yeah. Awesome. Yeah, my background was in, in, in hospitality as well. And I think it is a really good kind of grounding for, um, you know, going into the world of work uh, you know into kind of an office job and working with clients because you've had to deal with people complaining about their food it's being late you have to deal with the kitchen oh I've been through all of that so yeah <laughs> I know oh, what God, you mean. I, yeah like and then then going taking that to extreme like going from you know dealing with all customers dealing with different situations in customer service and then going into branches and then having somebody that's you know damage the car and then basically saying I've got to take a thousand pound off you and you they you know you've got to have those difficult conversations and it really helped me 
have those difficult conversations with customers mm-hmm. because I already knew how to do them. Yeah, sure. No, that's, yeah, it must be, <laughs> I can't imagine telling somebody that. So yeah, um, but uh, okay. So uh, in terms of the University of Derby then and working with employers, what would you say is like the the reason why working at the University of Derby in this kind of role is, is, is it unique and interesting? What, you know, for, for other people who might be thinking um, of working at a, a higher education um so like coming into the university to work yeah in general kind of about your role why is it unique and interesting kind of the industry of of um of kind of higher education and supporting the community what why why would you say it's interesting i think especially since covid our students like all over this isn't just university of derby this is all students they need um a bit more confidence a bit more coaching um, and that's where we are. I'm really enjoying it at the moment. We're helping support more students that need it more than ever. Um, yeah. So we're just, and that's the bit where we are having to do more interview prep, more CV help, that kind of side, because their confidence has gone down since COVID. Um, so that is one of the sides that is really good. Um, the other side is Dar- University of Derby is a is a really nice, like, I just the the students at the University of Derby are so nice and I've met some amazing people and when I went to university I didn't really speak to my academics that much I went down south um I a long way from home and I never really looked at University of Derby and then I um I came back and now I talk to all the academics and they all know who their students are they help them through their job choices it's just the different kind of feel and it's yeah. just a really that kind of commitment to their students is massive and I think that's Mm -hmm. I never saw that at my university when I went to uni Uh, Mm -hmm. but the commitment they give to their students at University of Derby is really big it's really nice to see nice yeah I do I did feel like it was a a very warm environment to be fair when I went there and um, I I subsequently studied in Paris I did the Erasmus program during my time so I left for six months and I saw the difference, let's say. <laughs> so the <laughs> yeah. University of Derby, I came back with a fresh perspective on actually how nice it was. Um, yeah. So when you've got a comparison like you have, uh, you see the difference. Um, yeah, definitely. I think it... Yeah, but, yeah, but what you said, sorry, what you said about COVID, um, to come back to that a little bit, is is about students needing more support. I, I, I totally see how that's important because people are finishing university and their first roles are online. I mean, we, we run a remote marketing agency and you know the the our team you know there's a girl that joined us in September as you know um and uh she um you know this is her first role completely online and it's it's a real challenge you could say that that to to kind of um bring those skills that you would normally learn in a in-house environment and 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 clearly you're supporting students with having enough skills to be able to be attractive to employers right yeah and it's it's that kind of engagement side that we're always trying to get those students to be engaging with our events or you know even if we put a job offer we want them to apply for it and that's trying to make sure that they will apply for it it's all so good as finding all these jobs and creating all these jobs but we need the students to actually apply for it um, and so it's making sure that they have that confidence. So the team at, um, in our careers and employment service, they work really well with our academics and go into lectures and talk to the students. 
Um, so it's not just we're just putting a job online. There's so much more behind just putting a job out there for our students. And I think that's the bit they, they really do do a lot for our students to try and get them to feel like they can apply for this job. Sure, sure. No, it's, it's, it's a really, really important job that you do. Um, you know, it's people's futures at stake and and, and you're you're there helping them to, to go out into the world and, and, and apply for those jobs. And it's invaluable advice, to be honest. Um, it's yeah. really different because like people say to me like, oh, I don't know what I want to do. And I'm like, I still don't know what I want to do. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, I think that's the big thing. Like, going into careers I never thought I would work in careers and but to see students like actually go and get a job and send me an email saying I got that job because of our interview prep or I'm Mm -hmm. so happy with my internship and all that and that's that's the bit that I love out of this job. Mm -hmm. I, I can imagine okay so in terms of the biggest challenge that you face or have faced in your career as a general rule what would you say um so there is, I because I thought about this and I was like, there is one definite situation that came up. And when I was a PA at Enterprise Rent Car, I was really trying to get my next promotion. And there's not really a promotion that you can't be like a senior PA or anything like that. So I had to go out of like the PA kind of world. And I want, I saw the talent acquisition specialist, and I was like, I want to be one of them. And the job came up and I applied for it and I went into my interview and she asked me a question like, what's your biggest weakness? And I said, oh, Classic. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, um, my confidence. And I meant in myself, like I don't believe in myself. I know I can do it and I will be absolutely fine, but I don't believe in myself at the time. And so she rejected me because of that because of what I said and then um I had to do another I think it was about four months I had to, and I had to work next to her like she literally wasn't opposite me every day kind of thing <laughs> so I had to prove to her every single day that I could do this job like why didn't you give me this job um so I finally like persuaded her to let me come to a career fair and show her that I do have the confidence I can do this um so I managed to get into a presentation and say I'm doing the presentation you're not doing it let me do it let me prove to you I have this confidence that I don't you thought I didn't have Mm -hmm. um and yeah and then she I did the presentation and then that night she opened the applications again and I applied for it again awesome awesome (laughs) and I got it but that was probably the biggest thing was like something I didn't believe in myself but it showed me that I do believe in myself because I proved that I could do it and Mm -hmm. in a way it was good for me because it was I had to prove to myself that I did do it sure and in and in the end you got the role and and I think that's a story maybe you should tell to your students that it's perseverance it's showcasing your skills and trying to find that strength yeah it's it's tough yeah in the early days it's tough and and experience gives you more more confidence and it's exactly you know I remember asking my uh my general manager like she's like oh Brownie you just need more confidence and I was like yeah, but I, how do I get more confidence? And then by the time I finished Enterprise and moved to university, like we're still really good friends. I um, Janine is so like one of my massive mentors. And I said nice. to her, I remember thinking, um, I remember asking her, how do I get confident? And then at the end of my time at Enterprise, I remember saying to her, 
confidence isn't just about me it's about how I surround myself with good mentors good managers good colleagues it's not just about me just creating me being confident it's the team around you that you create and that's Mm -hmm. the difference that a good team good management that kind of side can create a confident employee Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, absolutely yeah I agree on that um in terms of uh, the best part of your career so far or kind of the best role or the best kind of task that you do or projects that you work on, what would you say, uh, you know, um, makes you really happy about about your work? You've kind of touched on it a little bit, so I can imagine what you're going to say. But um, So, yeah, like the PA role was really good. Like I got to organise some amazing events, um, like for massive, you know, 500 people kind of events, which were really cool that was quite a cool role um I probably I would I really enjoy my current role like I I'm helping local charities that would never be able to get an intern or help somebody do their kind of strategic planning and that kind of side and the difference having this intern in their in their charity or their local business is making a massive impact in their business um so that's really rewarding there's a local one that we're helping at the moment called the Grand Pavilion and it used to be my, um, in my town, it used to be our like going out like nightclub and uh, it closed down. And I, so I have so many happy memories of this building. Um, mm-hmm. But now it's a charity and they're doing all like um, theatres and stuff like that in this building. And I've managed to get them an intern and it's making a huge difference to this building, to this building, to this charity. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's what I'm really enjoying at the moment is really helping those kind of people and like companies like you, like that's how we met, like, you mm-hmm. know, having these graduates and help meeting local businesses that I probably wouldn't because in my old role, I had bigger companies like Rolls Royce and Enterprise Rent-A-Car and stuff like that. I'm really enjoying meeting the the small companies and the smaller kind of two people kind of teams on that kind mm-hmm. of side as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, the you know, having support in a small organisation you know, in terms of making the costs work and everything, but but trying to get support in terms of having good people to help is is, is everything. As you touched on before, it's about you know to, to be a competent employee, but also uh, any a competent um, kind of company. You need a good team. It's not just about one individual or whatever. Um, you know, no. you need you need support, and it makes a big impact. Um, Massive, and I think that's probably what I'm in at the moment. Like my driven team is amazing, and that's where shout out to all my driven team because they it feels like a family and that's where like that's what I love at the moment is I feel like a really good team kind of thing okay so in terms of your message to the next kind of generation of people I mean you could maybe give advice to people who want to kind of um, come into a role similar to you and what you'd have done different to get there quicker or maybe you just want to give some advice to young people who who are or to employers maybe of of how to find um, a good um, a good fit for their company. Maybe that was too many questions in one. Maybe let's <laughs> focus on the first one, which is advice to people you know coming into to your industry. Let's focus on that one. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like people don't choose to really go into careers. Like it's a, a lot of the people I work with were just kind of happened to come into it it seemed like a good role or we're all from like a recruitment background that kind of side so it's I just think probably for the next generation like don't put pressure on yourself like it doesn't matter if you don't know what you want to do like everything just works 
out like like different opportunities will come up and it doesn't matter if you don't have a set plan kind of thing um I probably also like to your other question about businesses like with the younger generation people they have so many skills and so many things that they can bring to businesses and don't be scared to take on a graduate or a, an intern just for six weeks or something like that like that can make a huge difference to your business and bring a different element to your business Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah absolutely um in terms of um i'm gonna throw you a sidewall now in terms of kind of as an employer you know recently we've 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 hired uh, more of a team so i think from a you know people listening to this podcast they're going to be business owners they're going to be marketing managers you know they're looking to kind of recruit students to to their teams um in terms of the um how, how you feel so in terms of um internships for example you know, I, I would say that employers, their view maybe could be that, um, you know, that they're bringing someone in fresh and you mentioned those skills. What kind of skills would you say that they can bring? Because I think in terms of our um, our role, I think there are certain specific skills that could be uh, bought in in terms of technical skills like graphic design, video editing, things yeah. like that. But I think account management and things like that is kind of you would have to spend a lot of time with that um uh, employee to kind of um you know it's a two-way relationship right the, the intern wants to learn but the employer needs to get some level of return on investment so what would you say to that question which you might get asked a lot but let's let's put it here because I think it's what probably, probably people want to, to know yeah let me remind me if I haven't answered it but I'll say while you're saying I, I wanted to say this idea like so when um, one of the companies I'm working with is called Hege Windmill it's a charity that I work with um in my local area and um the they had an intern come and work with them for 80 hours so like three, kind of three months kind of thing and um a lot of the so there's nobody paid at this charity it's all volunteers and at one of the meetings, the chairman got asked, why are we taking this internship? Why Why do we need this intern? We don't need it. Um, it won't make a difference. Um, after Georgia did a presentation to the whole of the, so the intern was called Georgia, after she did the presentation to the whole of the um, volunteers and after her internship, that person that said why came up to the chairman and was like, I am so sorry. We I can see the difference what Georgia has done mm -hmm. and it is um and a lot of, that's the biggest hurdle is to show the difference what an intern could do but as you were right you have to it does take a bit of time it does take a little bit of thinking because like what can this intern do you can't just get them to show up and just do a bit of filing for you you need sure. to get them a project you need to get them to really hone in on their skills yeah. um and the university had tons of students and that's where like we have a variety of kind of different skills and different opportunities that students can do. So, you know, we've ranged from one, I can't say the technical word, it's like an insect one where like they have to name and look at insects every single day. And we had loads of applications, loads of students wanted to do that. Um, and then we like go back to like, we had um, a historical one. So people were looking at archives and um that kind of side or I've had one that said oh they want to just make a, a website they want to upgrade their website but they don't know how so they've had a student come and do that so it is looking at what a student can do and what kind of what you need and yeah. then coming back to university is this what a student can do because sure. we have had the terms employers around go like so we've had someone that say I need a website 
to create a website can take time. It's a long time to make a website. Um, oh. If you are willing for to pay for a, a you know, a, um, a website and then they design it and do it that way, then then we can do that. But so we don't mind kind of going around with the employers going like, we can make this work. Well, we can tell you what the skills that the students can do uh, yeah. as long as you tell us what you need and then go from sure. there really. Yeah, and I think that defined brief is 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 going to be important for 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 everything. It's that communication of what you're actually looking for. Is it possible or not? And as long as you're yeah. honest with what's possible, then then that that will work, won't it? Um, and a lot I of think... them do change it with the student as well. So the student will come and be like, "I'm really into videographer, or I really want to do more financial, or I want to do more the business strategy, or something like that." And that's where they have to be quite open as well to open to changing the kind of job description a little bit around the student as well yeah absolutely um because then you know that person coming with that creativity you want to harness that creativity and and you might have a brief that you think is good but if you know you can tweak it slightly slightly as you mentioned then you could potentially get a much better piece of work at the end of that project so yeah, yeah that that sounds good um yeah, I think one thing for, for for me, I mean, I don't consider myself too old, but I think TikTok is is something that, you know, I, you know, do I use it? I do. Do I really get it? No. And I think maybe the younger generation coming through are going to understand. So, you know, as a marketing agency, you know, we're trying to look at the new latest technologies, but I'm not necessarily the target audience for those technologies. Neither are, you know, maybe some of our clients, but their customers are. And, you know, an intern maybe uh, and younger people could certainly bring that understanding because they are the target audience. They are using those channels. So, I, I yeah, marketing wise, I think that could be a good one. Um, I could definitely fill probably our roles with marketing roles. That is probably the most thing that we get asked is, can I have a marketing intern? Can I have a marketing intern? Can I do okay. someone to do my social media or something mm-hmm. like that? And that's and there tons of students would just happily do that they don't have marketing degrees or anything like that but because they have those skills already to do yeah. a bit of social media a bit of instagram that kind of side like they will do it maybe not mm-hmm. to the best to the marketing students and that kind of side but they do have a lot of those skills already yeah those they can be developed as well you know it's 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 yeah. about communication and trying to understand what looks good and and maybe some challenges you have we certainly have them is if if the brief isn't this this is what good looks like then then it's going to get confused down the line so as long as the the person you know the employer is clear on what's good then then the um intern can adapt i assume um okay um in terms of so we're getting close to the end of the podcast uh so in terms of three individual individuals that you'd like to give a shout out to do you have those to hand (laughs) <laughs> I did uh I've probably mentioned one so Janine uh, Schofield is probably my biggest she was my mentor she was my general manager so I was her PA um she um she was a massive kind of she helped me so much in my like younger kind of career so massive shout out to her that's probably one that she's always influenced me like proper women in leadership making sure that women like really try to strive to go higher and don't let people say no to you those kind of things um I probably would say the other thing is uh, Cassie my current manager she's really been like one of my 
really good managers. I have a couple of favourite managers in t- over the times, and she's probably pick. one of the. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, and they, are, I think, I don't think there's any one massive that's other than inspirational kind of thing. I, I, I like to kind of more stay like local and just kind of like see what kind of my managers are kind of. I think a manager is a massive role, and to kind of make a, such a difference to their team and and impact their productivity and how people feel and that kind of side and I think those two people really made you know they made an effort to come and say hello or in the morning and those mm-hmm. kind of things that's makes such a difference to a team and um and it can be the tiniest little thing but it makes such a difference mm-hmm. nice nice okay we'll make sure to tag them in uh, on any uh, marketing promotion to, uh, <laughs> so people can connect with them <laughs> um <laughs> Okay, so uh, in terms of the audience, how can they get in touch with you? Uh, maybe you're available on social media, an email address, a website. Is there something you want to? Yeah, uh, so our LinkedIn, LinkedIn is probably the best way to get in touch with me. Um, the the university website has a massive page all about how businesses can get involved with the university, um, and that can go into kind of the projects that we're working on as well. So how me and you, George, met. There's lots of information on our website. Um, so I think it's just university at Derby, uh, derby.ac.uk um, and uh, LinkedIn as well. So that's the other way. Nice. Yeah, we'll put all of those in the description so people can very easily click on those. Uh, Bryony, thank you very much for your time. It's been really interesting talking to you. Um, and, and thanks for sharing your, your career and your story and, and how the university helped. Um, you know, I really think that... Um, our uh, audience will get a lot of value from from that and hopefully they'll get in touch with you and start exploring some some projects and help their businesses to grow because you know we've worked together on this and you've supported us in terms of hiring and um you know our business is is certainly growing this is why we've been able to to put on a podcast we have certainly got more time now to to dedicate to our marketing and you've certainly helped with that so um yeah thank you and i'm sure you can help others it's a massive careers team and they can help with so many different businesses and different needs. So get in touch. It is a really, really, really useful thing to do. Awesome. Okay. Thank I you, Brian. Have a nice day and uh, you so see much. you soon. All right. Bye.